Hello, you dirty, filthy whore bags. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S, coming to you live with another episode of Table Talk, okay? So, this week's episode is all about you. New month, better you. You know, um, every year people kind of have their New Year's resolution and usually January is never really the start date to people really actually implementing change because, you know, most of the time people kind of just start their New Year's resolution towards the end of December and then, you know, January is kind of like a hiccup month and then people actually start moving the way that they should in the month of February. But... I know myself, the month of January was just so intense. My emotions were all over the place. I was happy. I was upset. I was mad. So I just feel like this is a nice way to kind of just give us a fresh start so that going into the month of February, we kind of leave off on a better note and kind of give ourselves the opportunity to see our full potential, you know, proceeding forward for the rest of the year. So... With that being said, new month, better you starts within yourself first. Your job is to change what is in your control for yourself first and for your own growth. Too many times we associate our growth with monetary things. We associate our growth with materialistic things. We associate our growth with the people that we're around. We associate our growth with, you know, our spouse or our significant other or whatever the case is. But What I realized is that in order for a change to actually hold substance into your life, you have to do it for yourself. You have to want it bad enough for yourself in order for it to remain there. So I can use myself as an example. You know, when it comes down to me doing this podcast, when it comes down to me doing, you know, any other endeavors. I am hard on myself. I'm hard on myself because everyone around me is hard on me. You know, I don't get a breather. I don't get a day off. I don't get a chance to just be like, you know, I just want to just not care or whatever the case is because the people around me will not allow me to feel sorry for myself or allow me to be at a place where I'm not going to know better, if that makes sense. But you owe yourself everything to change for yourself. Not to change for this person, not to change for that person, not to change to get this, not to change to get that. You owe yourself everything to change yourself for yourself. And that starts with changing the things that are in your control. Too many times we focus all of our energies and our time and our emotions on things that are out of our control. I am a firm believer that there are certain things that you can change that are in your control and there are certain things that you cannot change that's in your control. What I've learned through my own walk with God and my own path in general is that your responsibility is to change what's in your control. If there is something that you do not like, if there's something that you wish that you could have done better or whatever the case is, and you have the power to change it, change it. If there is something that you don't like and you don't have the ability to change it, then you let it go and you give it to God. Because at that point, you're stressing over something that you cannot change. Okay. For example, if I have $300 to my name and I have three different bills that I have to worry about, but I only have $300. I still only have $300. I cannot change the fact that I still only have $300 and I cannot change the fact that I have three bills that are also due at the same time. What I can change, what is in my control is how I choose to use that $300. I can either choose to use the $300 to go towards one bill. So that's one less bill I have to worry about. I can use that $300 to put 
three separate individual small increment of payments to all three of those bills, or I could use the $300 for whatever. But your job is to change what is in your control. And by you changing what's in your control, it's also providing you a chance to find a solution to your own problems. We love to play the victim when shit hits the fan. We love to play the victim when we don't see any way out because it's not the way out that we would have normally found. And so when it comes to changing what's in your control for yourself and for your own growth, that also means taking the time out to find your own solutions to your own problems. You know, we love to make excuses as to why we can't do this or why we can't do that or this situation didn't work out or why that situation didn't work out. But we don't ever really take the time out to find solutions to our own problems. So, for example, uh, say, for instance, you know, I try to do. OK, no, I'll just use myself as an example again. So when I first started Queen's Table, I started on SoundCloud. Right. So when I started on SoundCloud. I enjoyed doing it, but I really didn't really enjoy doing it only because I felt like I wasn't being authentic to myself. I didn't feel like I was releasing content that I wholeheartedly wanted to release. I felt like I was just a robot. I felt like, okay, uh, people are telling me that I need to look like the part. So let me, let me push this out. Let me push that out. Let me push that out, you know? And so I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like that feeling of not being authentic to myself. And so I just completely shut down and I just stopped doing Queen's Table. There was a problem that I found, but instead of me finding a solution, I shut it down. I made it seem like there was no way out. I played the victim. I knew that there was something that fell off, something that I could have easily changed, you know, for myself because that is something that was in my control. But instead, I shut down. And instead of me finding a solution to my problem, I ignored everything. I ignored the problem as a whole and I just shut down. Now, looking back on everything, I realized the reason why I didn't feel authentic was because I was doing everything for everybody else instead of doing it for myself first. In order for you to be a better you, you have to make sure that you are doing everything in your power to do what is best for you first. You know, you cannot put yourself on the back burner to please this person, to please that person, to please that person, because ultimately speaking, you're going to lose yourself in the process. And it's never worth losing yourself over. Nothing in this world, no person, no job, no woman, no man, no family member, nothing in this world is worth you losing yourself over. Do not let anybody else tell you that, you know, nothing is worth you losing yourself over. However, at the same time, you need to understand that you are a flower. There is layers to your growth. There's layers to your flourishment. And you cannot find that if you cannot find solutions to your problems. And that starts with you. That starts with finding what is in your control and fixing it. Change what is in your control for yourself and for your own growth. And that is how you can get to a better version of yourself. What I also learned through my own issues and my own trials and my own tribulations is that in order for you to become a better version of yourself, you have to learn from those hardships and move better. Too many times we get stagnant. We get stagnant in doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and complain as to why we're not moving. Once again, I'm going to use myself as an example. I would look at my numbers. I would look at my numbers when I was on SoundCloud. I would look at my numbers. I would look and look and look and look. And it would really bother me that the feedback that I was getting wasn't the feedback that I wanted to get. I wasn't getting that interaction. I wasn't getting 
um, feedback, you know, everything that I was putting out, nothing was registering, nothing was hitting, nothing was doing anything. And so I, once again, I shut down. I was like, nope, okay, maybe this is not for me. And then I went back, you know, doing my nine to five and stuff like that, kind of made it out of sight, out of mind until, of course, God knocked back on my door like, honey, stop playing with me. Get back on the mic. Thanks. Management, you know, but I had to learn from all of my hardships. I had to learn from all of the doubts, all of the fears, all the worries, all of the the self-inflicted wounds that I caused upon myself by listening to people who do not know me better than I know myself. I had to learn from all my L's how to move better and how to be better. Too many times we get an L and we're comfortable in this state of like, okay, well, damn, it's just another loss. Okay, well, damn, it's just another loss. Okay, well, damn, it's just another loss. No, it's not okay. If you cannot learn from your hardships the first time, you will never move forward. You will always be stagnant. And sometimes, honestly, truly, if you do not learn from those hardships, you may not get to where you need to get to in time. I'm going to say it again. If you do not learn though, if you do not learn from those hardships, you you may not get to where you need to get to in time. Because we as men, we have a clock, quote unquote. We have a clock that tells us there's 24 hours in a day, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4, you know. However, on on the opposite side, God don't work on a time. He doesn't have a time frame. He doesn't have a time limit. He doesn't have nothing. He just provides you with the opportunities. And sometimes we get stuck in our ways into thinking that, okay, this opportunity is going to come back. So if I don't take it now, I know it's going to come back. And truth be told, it's not always going to come back. Those opportunities that present itself for you to grow from, for you to learn from, for you to move better and be better, those opportunities will never come back sometimes, okay? Once again, I'm going to use myself as an example. So when I first moved uh, back to Broward after after living in, in Charlotte, I came back down here. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have anything. I was just like, you know what? Let me just be back around my family. Let me just be back around my friends because this is where, you know, I was grounded from. Broward taught me everything that I know. I know I'm destined for greatness. So let me just go back to my roots, right? So when I first came back to Broward, this was in 2018. So this was April of 2018. So I came back down and, you know, I was just comfortable. I was comfortable. I was content with whatever that was going on. I was going with the flow. Even though in the back of my head, I knew what I wanted. I knew what I expected for myself. However, I just went back being comfortable. I went back being in the flow of things. I was just happy to be around my family. I was just happy to be around my friends. I completely distracted myself from my ultimate goal, which was for me to come back and regroup. Through the entire time that I was in Broward, April 2018, so from April 2018 to September 2018, I was back in Broward, and everything was going wrong. Everything, 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 everything that I touched was going wrong. This was around the time that I had my SoundCloud as well. So everything was going wrong, and I could not understand why. Instead of me going back on the drawing board and figuring out, like I said, with the whole SoundCloud, you know, me having Queen's Table on SoundCloud, instead of me going back on the drawing board and figuring out a solution to my problem, I ignored the problem and I went back to what was comfortable for me, which was Charlotte. So September 2018, I moved back to Charlotte. I was like, nah, can't do this. Whatever the case is, we're just going to suck it up. We're just going to do what we got to do or whatever. Okay. So then stayed in Charlotte or whatever the case is 
And then April of 2019, I'm back in Broward. Okay. So April 2018, I was back in Broward. Horse playing, you want to say, not really trying all the way, not really trying to find solutions to the problems that arise throughout the duration of time that I was in Broward. So when September 2018 came around, I went back to Charlotte. But then God brought me back to Broward, April of 2019. And so when I came back to Broward, April of 2019, this is this literally, I kid you not, I literally left Broward, went to Charlotte, came back to Broward in the same week that I previously left the previous year. And so everybody thought that I was crazy. Like, Sandra, why are you back in Broward? Like, there's nothing here for you. Like, that was the whole point of you leaving the first time and da-da-da-da-da. And I would tell people over and over again, God brought me back here. God brought me back here. I don't know why I'm here, but God brought me back here. And people who genuinely loved me and cared about me and stuff like that um, was just worried that I would become stagnant again. They They were worried that I would have been the same person that I was April 2018. We're in April 2019. And so I told myself in the back of my head, I'm like, look, Sandra, you're back here a year later. So whatever mission that you had to accomplish last year, this time, you did not do it. So now the opportunity is bringing itself back around. So you have to make sure that now that God is bringing you back here to do this over, quote unquote, you have to do it the right way and you have to do it your way through and through. You know, granted, we're now in 2020. And so for me, truthfully, I learned from my hardships. I learned from all of the hardships that I went through and I moved differently. But one thing that I realized is that in order for you to reach the potential that you need to reach, you have to be uncomfortable. You cannot stay stagnant. You cannot remain the same. You cannot think the same. You cannot move the same. In order for you to reach your full potential, you have to always be uncomfortable. And so that was something that my peers, my family, my friends would never understand and can never understand when it comes to me and my personal walk and my personal drive and my personal ambition and my personal relationship with God. No one can understand that. And it's not meant for anybody to understand. You know, at the end of the day, if you know deep down inside, wholeheartedly, that you are doing what is best for you and that you are learning from your hardships, you are learning from your mistakes and you're moving better, even if it's not as quick as the next person, even if if it's not as fast as the next person would have wanted you to, do not get discouraged. Do not feel like you're not doing enough. Do not feel like you are not where you're supposed to be because your job is to do for you. Always, always. Your job is to do for you always, always, okay? Do not allow anybody else to make you feel like what you're doing is not enough for you. Once again, do not let anybody else make you feel like what you are doing for you is not good enough for you, you know? Allow yourself to feel what you need to feel in order for you to heal, In order for you to get to a better version of yourself, you have to allow yourself to feel what you feel in order for you to heal. Too many times we try to mask what we feel. We try to box in and close in our emotions because we're afraid that this person is not going to like what I have to say or this person is not going to understand or this person is going to feel some type of way or this person is going to do this or this person. So what? 
So what? Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Your job and your responsibility in this lifetime is to please nobody but yourself. Nobody but yourself. You are not going to ever get 100% out of everybody. You're never going to get 100% out of anybody. So why put yourself and why force yourself in that environment or in that state of thinking that you're not enough because the next person tells you you're not doing what you're supposed to? Houseway, make it make sense. Make it make sense. How are you going to look to the next person to tell you what is destined for you? How are you going to look to the next person to tell you what is best for you? They can't, no, no ma'am, no ham, no turkey. You ain't God. Your responsibility is to do for yourself. And in order for you to do for yourself, you have to allow yourself to feel what you feel, how you feel when you feel it. Okay. If you feel like crying today, cry. If you feel like being isolated, isolate yourself. If you feel like there's more that you should do, figure out what is that more. If you feel like there's not more that you should do, then figure out what is next for you after you allow yourself to feel what you feel. We live in this false notion that I'm supposed to suck it up and just go. I'm supposed to just be a robot. I'm just supposed to just be, you know, um, heartless and show no emotions and this and that. No. One thing that I've realized about myself, I feel everything now. And it's like a good and it's a bad thing. Because if I'm upset, I feel like the rage like going through my body. And I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I hate being upset. I try my best to not be upset. But I hate being upset. I hate being uncomfortable. Like, I just hate it. So if I get overwhelmed, because I get really, really overwhelmed because I'm a perfectionist. I like things done my way. I like things done a certain way. And so, and 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 I didn't realize how sensitive I am to my growth. I'm very, 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 very sensitive to my growth. And I'm very sensitive to people. I'm very sensitive when people try to question my growth. And I didn't realize that until recently that that is a trigger for me. Like that is a trigger for me when people question my growth or when people question me, you know? And so I've learned that in order for you to heal the way that you need to heal, you need to feel what you need to feel when you need to feel it. So I was having a conversation with Leslie and Leslie actually asked me, she said, um, how do you move when it comes to your feelings? Like, how do you move when it comes to your mind? Like if your mind is just going and I told her, I let my mind go. If my mind is thinking happy thoughts, sad thoughts, my mad thoughts, I let my mind go. I let my mind feel. I let, I let myself feel whatever I need to feel in that moment. After I let my mind feel what it needs to feel or my body feel what it needs to feel, then I decipher, okay? All of those thoughts that you have, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's in between, those thoughts are geared from two different places. It, it either It's either geared from personal experiences or people's experiences, okay? If you have a bad thought in your head about yourself, or where you're trying to go, or who you're trying to be in life, whatever the case is. That bad thought, you have to figure out if it's registered from a personal experience or a person's experience, okay? The reason why is because we associate all of the things that are wrong with us to people's opinions, not personal experiences, people's 
opinions, people's experiences. We allow other people's experiences to dictate our own. There is a difference in your path and my path. There's a difference in the way you walk and the way that I walk. There's a difference in the shit that you went through versus the things that I went through. You know what I'm saying? And once you realize that you are in control of you and nobody else, and you take the time out to figure out what is wrong with you and nobody else, then you are going to start that healing process because then you're going to figure out, okay, I doubted myself. Why did I doubt myself? Did I doubt myself because I think of this or did I doubt myself because of a conversation that I had with XYZ when they got me thinking that there was something wrong with what I did or what I do? If when you break down those doubts and those fears and those worries and those troublesomes and those issues and you come to terms with either figuring out if it's a personal experience or a person's experience, you are starting your healing process because then you'll find out where you have room to grow in, where there's room for change that is in your control. There's room for change that is not in your control, which is when you're just going to let it go and give it to God. And then you'll also find out who am I listening to or who am I surrounding myself around that is hindering me from my own growth mentally? I'm not stating to y'all for y'all to just be cutting ties with everybody who makes you question yourself. I'm not saying that at all because those questions are needed. Those conversations are needed. What I'm saying is you need to find solutions to your own problems. And the way that you do that is to allow yourself to feel how you feel and then register where those feelings came from. And when you register where those feelings came from, whether it was a personal experience or a person's experience, you then find the better version of yourself because now you're going to realize, okay, are these feelings that I'm associating for myself? Are these feelings that I'm associating with someone else's feelings towards me? Okay, if it's feelings that I'm associating for myself, why do I think that of myself? Is it because I'm looking at this person? Am I looking at that person? Am I questioning myself because I don't have this, because I don't have that? And you break it down and you find the solution to those problems for yourself. Everything ultimately goes back to you. You cannot grow into the better version of yourself. You cannot grow to the better version of who you're trying to be if you cannot find you through the madness. If you cannot find your flaws through the through everything. If you cannot find the solutions to your own problems, then you will never grow to your full potential. Okay? New year, better you. You cannot do it alone. Even if you wanted to, even if you wanted to, you know, I am someone who is a very prideful person. I take pride in who I am. I take pride in my dreams. I take pride in my aspiration. I take pride in everything that I do. And one thing that I realized is I would never ask for help. I would never ask for anything. And the reason why was because growing up, I would always get disappointed. And so I kind of forced myself and I kind of shut down and I'm like, I could do it by myself. If you can't do it for me, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for myself. But you cannot do it alone. You cannot walk your path alone. It's impossible, whether you want to or not. It's impossible to move by yourself. Impossible. 
the reason why I say that it's impossible is because there's blessings in conversations. There's blessings in interactions. There's blessings everywhere around you. And you cannot reach them if you think that you have all the answers already. You cannot reach those blessings if you are afraid to hold conversations. You cannot reach those blessings if you are afraid to ask. Ask and you shall receive. You cannot be afraid of anything if you're trying to get to a better version of yourself. The best thing that somebody can tell you is no. And the reason why it's the best is because it's still an answer. Too many times we allow our mind to make a storyline prior to even getting a confirmation. You know, we allow our mind to cloud our judgment. Oh, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And you let you let that one small little thought marinate into a full-blown story and it prevents you from reaching the next version of yourself. You cannot walk alone. You cannot help yourself alone. There are blessings in conversations. There are blessings in interactions. There are blessings everywhere around you. And in order for you to reach those blessings, you have to get out of your comfort zone. And that's why I say you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. One thing that I can say with me, you know, doing bartending now and uh, doing all of these uh, gigs and stuff like that is that I've found a new love for myself. I found a new love in who I am as a woman, as a person, as a sister, as a friend. And that is because of the conversations that I've held with strangers, random, 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 random people that to this day, I probably will never see them again. The reason why is because the people that I barely know have opened up more doors for me than I could have ever dreamed of for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's blessings in conversations. There's blessings in talking. There's blessings in going out there and putting yourself first. There is blessings in everything that you would want to touch. You just got to get it. And you cannot get it if you're constantly thinking that you have all the answers. You cannot get it if you're constantly in the back of your head. You cannot get it if you don't allow yourself to heal and feel what you need to feel. You cannot get those blessings if you do not know you well enough to know what faults you have so that you could change them so that you could be better so that you could do better and ultimately speaking you cannot be a better version for yourself if you do not know you and in order for you to know you you have to change what is in your control first you have to learn from your hardships and move better you have to allow yourself to feel what you feel when you need to feel them in order for you to heal you have to figure out whether the feelings that you feel is from a personal experience or a person's experience. And you have to always find solutions to your problems, okay? And lastly, and this is my major, 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 major point. Oh, lastly, lastly, ladies and gentlemen, lastly, it is okay to not be okay all the time, okay? Being on the go 24-8, is not realistic if you don't have a true destination to reach, okay? I'm going to say it again. Being on the go is not realistic if you don't have a destination to reach. I know what I want in life, but do I have a destination? No, I don't have a destination. The reason why I don't have a destination is because I am trying to find me, and I cannot find me if I'm planning for a future version of myself that I don't even know exists. I don't even know who she is. So I cannot sit here and say, oh, I'm going to do this. 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 But my cards in the deck that I have now 
are all messed up. How? How can I get to that if I can't even fix the version of myself right now? If I cannot fix the version of myself right now that is still doubtful sometimes, that is still, you know, insecure sometimes, that is, you know, questioning herself sometimes, how can I get to her if I cannot fix me now? It is okay to not be okay all the time. We live in a society that tells you, oh, if you really want to make it, you know, you can't sleep. If you really want to make it, you got to eat, breathe, sleep, shit this. If you really want to make it, no, that may work for the next person, but I'm telling you, it does not work for everybody. And it definitely does not work for me. I know what I want in life. I know who I am. I'm comfortable with who I am. I pray to God. I, I pray to him. I love on him. I praise him. I give him everything that I can and then some. I owe him everything, everything. And this is something that he knows of. However, I'm going to always be authentic to myself. You know, I'm never going to move just because the next person is telling me that I should move because they're moving. Their path is their path. My path is my path. If I know I woke up today doing one thing for myself out of the 24 hours, I won for that day. Now my responsibility for the next day is to make sure instead of me only doing one hour, I do one hour and five or I do one hour and 30 or I even try to push to two and I keep going. Move at the pace that works for you. Always, always. Okay. Move at the pace that works for you. The next person can go and go and go and go and go, but that may not work for you. And if that does not work for you, that's perfectly fine. Do not let society make you think that there's something wrong for you because you're not always on the go. You always on the go. Where you going? Tell me. Where you going? Do you even know where you going? No, you don't know where you going. So how can you move the way that you need to move for yourself if you're looking at the next person's race to dictate whether you're in the right race? If you aren't grounded enough in your path, if you're not grounded enough in your journey and your dreams and your goals and your aspiration and what you want to do, if you're not where you're supposed to be now, you cannot see a finish line because the finish line does not exist. Why? Because if you're really growing, there's no final destination. There's a dream, there's a goal, but there's no destination. Why? Because every single day you're moving to be a better version of yourself. So if I can't go from zero to 100 today. It's okay. My job and my responsibility is to make sure tomorrow, even if I can't go to 100, let me at least get to two. After I get to two, let me try to aim for five. After I aim for five, let me try to aim for 20. Move at your own pace, people. Stop clocking and watching the next person's race to dictate if you're running fast enough. Time waits on nobody. I understand that through and through. However, I am not going to do more than what I can do for myself just because the next person is telling me that I should do what they're doing. You know, time waits on nobody. That is 110%. That is 110% correct. However, if you have a relationship with God the way that you should, if you have a relationship with yourself the way that you should, then you know what is comfortable for you. You know what is uncomfortable for you. You know what is you know what is it that you need to do. You know what is it that you don't need to do. You know yourself through and through to the point that you know that even if today comes and I can't get to 100, I know that by this month, I'm going to get to 100. By this week, I'm going to get to 100. By this year, I'm going to get to 100. 
Stop letting other people dictate your race. Stop letting other people tell you that you're not good enough. Stop letting other people tell you that you're not doing enough. Your responsibility is to do enough for yourself and only. Everybody has their own walk with God. Everybody has their own dreams. Everybody has their own race to race. Your job is not to look at the next person's race and say, oh, maybe I should be running faster. Maybe I'm not running fast enough. No, because between the hare and the tortoise, who won? Between the hare and the tortoise, who won? Stop letting people dictate what is best for you. Stop letting people dictate what is best for you. Okay? New year, better you starts and ends with you only. Okay? So to wrap it up, we're going to wrap this bad boy up because I didn't even realize that this was as long as it is. But, you know, your girl loves to talk. So, new year, better you. It starts with changing what is in your control for yourself first and for your own growth. Being a better version of yourself also starts with learning from those hardships that you have faced and moving better from them and learning from those and knowing and seeking that those opportunities that come may not come again. And if they do come again, make sure that you are mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically ready for it because that opportunity may not come again, you know? Allow yourself to feel what you need to feel when you need to feel it always in order for you to heal. Find those problems to your solutions. Find solutions to your problems, okay? You are your biggest critique. You are your biggest supporter. You are your biggest motivator. You have to find where your problems are and to find the solutions to your problems. You need to figure out if those fears, if those doubts, if those worries, if those questions are geared from a personal experience or a person's experience. Once you figure out the one or the two, then you have to change what is in your control for yourself and for your own growth. You cannot do it alone. You cannot walk this path and becoming a better version for yourself alone. You cannot. You're going to always need somebody to lean on to. You're going to always need a conversation to help you. You're going to always need a person to help you. However, bless yourself first. Always bless yourself first. Okay? That is your job. Always bless yourself first. And it is okay to not always be okay all the time. It is okay to not always be on the go all the time. It is okay to take days off. It's okay to take a week off. It's okay to Get off of social media. It's okay to give yourself as much reset buttons as you need when you need it. Because it is whose race? Your race. Whose race? Your race. Whose race? Your fucking race. Okay? And that's it. Maybe that's it. All right? So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Table Talk. New Year, Better You. If you have not already, look at our past episodes below. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. It's Super Bowl weekend. Y'all be safe. It's February 1st. Let's start this month off with a bang. Let's keep going. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep doing for ourselves. Let's keep going. Okay? New year, better you. And I will see you dirty, filthy whorebacks later. Hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah!